Introducing Buckets and Beyond, your friendly neighborhood mouse podcast. Pew, 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 pew. Going acoustic, <laughs> going acoustic today. Go, going acapella. Y'all can't Starting, hear it. Y'all can't hear I couldn't hear it. <laughs> so you really can't hear it? No, I can't. <laughs> okay, how about now? Uh, still Jay, still the Immaculate up. Vibe Studio has not been the same since Jalen Brunson left. Just, Man, he left us broken. Yeah. At least the studio. Yeah. Uh, I, I have horns you, blasting in my ears right now. Yeah, like I, I guess, yeah. I guess not. I okay, know, well, Jay, are the are the horns blasting? Are they here in the room with us today? Are they here with <laughs> oh us right God. now? Do you know, look, the audience knows they're there because because you, I verified it. Can you can you point to the band that's playing in your head? Can you point to them oh in the goodness. in the crowd today? Are they in the courtroom with us today? They are warming up. Did y'all uh, hear start? that horn? No. no. <laughs> Jay, do you smell do you smell toast? Am what I am I going crazy? Do you smell toast? What year is it? Is, is, is Obama in office? Okay, I want to play a horn in three <laughs> seconds. Three, two, one. This is the final test. Horn. Okay. Um, no horn? Have you, ah, have no. you seen, Jay, have you seen the film MacGruber? And do you find it funny at all? Did you enjoy? Did you enjoy the film MacGruber? I'm taking you through the, the Tua Tagovailoa concussion protocol right now. Um, <laughs> deep cut. That's a you, you know I'm, concussion protocols are 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 myths. You know we don't, but really, <laughs> come on, man. There's a whole secret rule book. No, Jay doesn't. Jay is not in reality. And concussion Jay protocols is, Jay aren't is real. currently <laughs> hearing horns that do not exist. Well, hopefully uh, the. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that. Don't worry, we have uh, fail safe for things like this. I will just make the noise burr, 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 burr. from now on back. until real fans uh, know the old days. Yeah, real ben, fans know that's that's all on, I did until we got backup, an actual been on, been on backup trumpet. Uh, <laughs> he was he was he was second chair trumpet in high school actually. <laughs> just just back there going. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they would, yeah. I'm amazed um, they let him in the orchestra. Really, uh, <laughs> yeah. All senior year, they finally found out it wasn't a real horn. Um, <laughs> start, starting at center from UAT, live from the formerly Immaculate Vibe Studio. It's Jay Bunny. What up? The the rancid vibe studio. Yeah. Yep, sorry guys. We were gonna have a guest today too. We were gonna to have Jordan Poole's brain cells, but um, you know, <laughs> they're no longer with us today. But oh man, bad I can make it. Uh, sounds not here, Jordan Poole's not here, but but I'm here. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that later. Um, starting a small forward, it's the bastard boy, aka Andrew the Goon Bennett. Good to be here, good to be here. Here for any any of your rec league games. If you need some wing help, if you need some help on the boards. Uh, hustle you know who to call yeah johnny <laughs> starting, over here and, and your boy starting a point guard from ut arlington your host with the most it's ben seibel do you guys want to like how much longer can we list our colleges um that's, that's the thing that they do in the yeah i know though. i know but like i haven't been in college in five years i'll <laughs> Well, yeah, we can tweak those, I guess. Yeah, you, you know what? I like, didn't. Yeah. I didn't rig yours up. You're you're late. I just brought in your bastard boy thing, but I, we'll we'll have to make up That's updated true. ones. Go Bills. Uh, Go Bills. Speaking um, of college, it's uh, we're on Red River Shootout. Yep. Saturday, so hook 'em horns, please, dear God, do not embarrass yourselves against the Sooners. Or Ugh. do. Or really, both y'all can embarrass both. Y'all can both embarrass yourselves. Honestly, you know, that like, is that is the vibe of the Red River Shootout. Is always like, who can embarrass themselves? Most? I'm just hoping for the wagon to fall over and for the cow <laughs> to get loose. Like, like you know, that was a tragedy. Could happen. That was a tragedy. Three co-eds tore their ACLs when that when that wagon tipped over. Okay. Look, you uh, could take you could take part of my tuition and and. <laughs> If we have to up the tuition price to compensate for sooner ACLs, 
I'm for it. <laughs> oh man. Um <laughs> so anyways, we are hyped for the upcoming NBA season. Um we are Dallas Mavericks podcast. 11 days, folks. 11 days counting down. Um but we we're going to continue a buckets and beyond tradition and just kind of see if we can predict our the Western Conference standings. Um apparently Andrew has been more successful in that. Um, he's been keeping track every year. I got um, the spreadsheet open. We got three years worth of data. Um, <laughs> really, it's really it's I I know I, I talk some I talk some uh, some some shit on uh, on our on our group thread, but it's really more a competition between Jay and I of who will get first <laughs> and who will get second. And it's it's a it's a it's an immutable fact. <laughs> ben will remain in third every oh, every man. season. Um, <laughs> under no circumstance, if if Ben is it not that it's not that close. I thought it was somewhat. I can close. I I don't want to bore the listeners with like a statistical analysis of like <laughs> yeah of, Ben the, the Globe Trotters aren't in the NBA Ben. i know last year my mistake was having faith in the sacramento kings and i put i like i snuck them into the outside that was not your biggest mistake here actually i'll I'll go through and i'll just list our biggest mistakes from last year eat for each of us okay Um, uh let's see ben yours were lakers at two was was a was a misfire Oh boy! But that I would, but I would argue the Blazers at the fifth seed was the more glaring choice. Oh man! Because because Jay and I both had the Lakers in the top four, so those were mistakes that each of us made. Uh-huh. But Blazers as the fifth seed, was, they ended up being like tenth or twelfth. Yeah, so. they were they were they were the thirteenth seed last year. They were twenty two games back of that position at the fifth seed. Each. Um, okay. Jay, Jay, we already mentioned the Lakers. Um, the Lakers were a big mistake. The Blazers also at the eighth seed was a less glaring mistake. Um, also had the Mavericks at the one, which was not that far off seeding wise, um, but was like 12 games back of that. And then for me, I had the Blazers at seventh, which was also an error. Interesting. Um, Why, we were so high on the Blazers. That's, I think they had a good, uh, they had a good late, the, the regular season prior to us predict you know like that spring before that well fall. they they stood pat last off season for the most part i think and we assumed that they had they had been staying the course on their on their roster lineup and then and then they realized you know oh this this roster is only good enough for the ninth or the tenth seed and they blew it up and they and they traded away <laughs> cj mccollum and i think norman powell and a number of right, robert covington right. a number of guys um so I will say my probably one of my bigger ones was the Grizzlies at the eighth seed. Uh, I left them at the eighth seed. I was uh, way off from where they finished at the two seed. Um, so we've made some mistakes. I will say Ben and I both had the Suns as the one seed overall. That was dead on the money. Um, Jay had the Pelicans at the ninth seed, dead on the money, and the Nuggets at the sixth seed, dead on the money. So um the only one of us to pick the Mavericks in their correct spot was yours truly, though, at the fourth seed. That's fire. So, That's fire. So, <laughs> hey, but, uh, but, hey, but who, hey, by the end of the season, though, who had predicted the playoffs? Your boy. We got to talk about it. We got to. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's you true. Might have won the, you you might have won a reg season, but the postseason. <laughs> you won. That's because, that's because I, I started that trend of like, I'm just going to pick against the Mavericks until they actually lose. I'm going to keep. Oh, I started man. picking against the Mavericks and it was working. We we won against the Jazz. I picked against them against against the Suns and it kept working. True. And, True. But yeah, by then, yeah, we're 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 like raising our banners. Like like we're we're in we're in the battlefield ourselves at that point. It's a little <laughs> it's it's tougher to I don't know, be analytic yeah. objective with it, perhaps. We've had we've had some success and we've had some misfires in the past. So we'll see. I'm excited to see how this season goes. Okay, are are y'all ready? Are we gonna start off with the nine seed? Is that what we agreed upon? We yeah, we usually pick the 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 play in team because they because it's kind of like I mean some people talk about goes them to like, ten though. Is it? Do we yeah. Wanna, oh yeah. Do, shoot. We don't have to if we don't want to. Like I and if we could just do nine and then like you know up 
from there. Um, Who you got at nine, Ben? Let's just let's just start at nine. Okay, nine. I have uh man. <laughs> I have the Pelicans at nine. This is probably gonna be one of the things that dooms me. Um I it's it's just hard because the, the West is so stacked, and I think there's people falling down. Um, certain teams are gonna be you know on the decline. Um, so I just don't know. It's interesting where that, that you're picking that you said teams plural because I've, yeah. had a, I've had a hard time figuring out which teams, and I guess it's really the magnitude to what degree your team's going to be falling. Cause I do agree with you that there are multiple teams who are going to fall back a little bit, but it's how far they fall back. But, but Pelicans at yeah. the nine. Okay. Pelicans at the nine partially, you know, Zion is coming back. They, they should be uh, definitely better. Question is, is he, he going to make it all the way through the season? And then, you know, defensively, where will they be? That, that's, you know, that's typically what, what they're not the best at. So that's kind of that's where I have them at nine. Okay. Strongly disagree with that selection at the ninth seed, but we'll move on. Jay, <laughs> who do you have at nine? That I have at the nine seed in the Western Conference, the GOAT, the legend, the number one in the world, LeBron James, and the Los <laughs> Angeles Lakers. not making the same mistake you made last year. Playing team. I have them a playing team, and I think it's going to be same same thing when they won the play-in a couple years back. It's going to be a dramatic, um, dramatic end to the season. I feel like this team is packed with drama. They got Patrick Beverly now, like um, – yeah, bro. Uh, this team is, uh, you know, they're Hollywood, man. They're the Lakers. It's going to be a lot of headlines, a lot of drama. I think Westbrook, I think, is going to improve. I don't, I th- he had probably the worst season of his career last year, definitely the worst start of his career last year. So I don't think we can, oh man, it would be, it would be hard to watch him fall, him and the, the Lakers themselves, really, and led GM. You know, it would be tough to watch all of that fall even further than they did last year. And and that's honestly kind of a, I don't know, all things considered, like even with the age and everything, it, it's tough to, it's tough to see that falling even further. So to me, I think they're going to be kind of where they were last year, like kind of competing. Tread Remember and last water. Year? Tread yeah, water. tread and water. It came down to the last week with them last season. So, I mean, and, and I don't think they're going to be that bad this time. So I, I think putting them at nine is kind of safe so and then they have made a few moves um uh, i don't have all their moves up here but anyway yeah i mean it's just the nine seed, so i'll leave it at that i got the lakers okay okay i'm right there with you i thought this was this was the easiest pick of of these is putting the lakers at the nine uh i i guess it's easy to just assume that anthony davis is not gonna be healthy for the whole season it's easy to assume that like Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly don't really move the needle. Uh, beyond that, there haven't been any other additions. Now, this obviously changes if they offload Russ and are able to pick up usable like rotation guys. So I think there's been a lot of rumors about like, oh, like can they trade for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner and and offload Russ? Like if that happens, then I think you suddenly have a situation where they're much more competitive and maybe in the mix with the rest of the Western conference. But right now with the team is currently constructed, they, it, yeah, they, they are a, they are a, I forget who like a Frankenstein team almost of just like older pieces, not really sure how they're fitting together. Like LeBron is great, but he's in, he's in his age now, 38, 39 season. Like he's like, it's, I mean, he, he was extremely impressive last year and father time has yet to like pull him, you know, into the, into the earth, but it's, it's just a tall order with, with the way that roster looks right now. Um, But I digress. Okay. Lakers at nine for Jay and I Pelicans at nine for Ben, Ben, we're back to you at the eight seed. Who, who do you got? Who do you got? The first, the first one in, last one out. So the eighth seed, I have the Phoenix Suns. I feel like they're really going to take a dive. I think their their implosion is real. I think um, 
we saw kind of a glimpse to that when they lost to like that Australian team, the 36ers. I know it's kind of like a <laughs> exhibition game. Um, but I think that it, I feel like the cracks are starting. You're, you're starting to see them when you, you see interviews with the team, you see that Jay Crowder doesn't want to be on the team anymore. Deandre Ayton is, is like kind of forced to be there. Cause they, you know, they wouldn't let him go to Indy. So I'm just kind of, I, I'm, I'm, I have a feeling we're going to see like a, like early on in the season that they just don't want to be together. And they can, there's only so much you can play through that. If there's that much, you know, um, disjointed uh, connections within the, within the team. Um, I think they have, obviously they have a lot of talent. That's how they were able to win a lot of games last year. Um, I just feel like um, that that might be too much for them. That's that's kind of my theory, and it and it's stepping out on it, it's it's saying that they went from one to eight. That's a big fall. So uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at with them. Mm, okay, that is that is a precipitous fall. Um, yeah, dude. That's like yeah. I have them higher than that. Um, I don't have them at my eight. I'm actually gonna go with um, the Nuggets. I'm thinking of the oh, okay. Nuggets, yeah, and and maybe maybe kind of harsh. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see. Like, where did they finish last year? Last year, the Nuggets they were finished are, sixth. They finished sixth. Wow. So yeah. yeah, I'm knocking them down a peg. Maybe unfair. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we got Jamal Murray incoming, so probably kind of harsh to put them back there. But I don't know. As far as moves made, let's see. I don't know to recap their moves. Oh, I thought I just had him pulled up somewhere. Mainly, they got DeAndre mainly... Jordan. They got KCP too. Oh boy, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, maybe I should slide them up a bit. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna swap them for uh, for one of my wild cards. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the uh, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the Timberwolves at eight. This is like, bro, it's so hard to like like you said, man. It's so hard to pick these. This um, is yeah. I, I have I'm, just just now after starting this, I have looked at my list and I have wanted to change it a couple of times based on our conversation just so far because i i it's tough but yeah, Timberwolves at the eight yeah Timberwolves at the eight like just in the, the nuggets I'm, I'm just like you know obviously they got they got the mvp they got Jokic and everything but i mean the six seed with Jokic, like the mavs we got the third seed bro like 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 if the nuggets were really nice with it i feel like they'd uh be putting some a little different together and you know maybe it's time for that you know they didn't they didn't make some changes and things but um yeah, this, this is my list, bro. This is kind of what I want to happen too. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna put the nugget. I'm gonna put the uh, nuggets. I'm gonna just slide. I'm gonna do that little swap there. I'm gonna do my seven and my eight nuggets at seven and uh, Timberwolves at eight. You know they made like really just switched their whole team up, but they got Gobert now. You know they got they got some they got some some more power. I think in some ways. So yeah, I like the Timberwolves. Okay. Timberwolves are the eight. Nuggets at the seven. Okay. Oh man, already this is tough. Already this is tough. Um, because it feels like putting any of the any of these teams in the in the top eight that I have in the top eight, and I think we will all have the same teams in the top eight. I think I, I think there will be no disagreement about which eight teams are the eight best teams in the league. But putting one of them at the eight feels like an insult to them because. Uh-huh because it's so tough um and i and this is this is gonna i am going to go with uh the clippers at the eight Uh, i know i know like and this and this is and this is a lot of this is based on just where they finished last year um i think a lot of their success is dependent on health um and dependent on like whether John Wall is is a useful, you know, rotational rotation player. Whether Paul George and Kawhi like remain healthy. If healthy, they're a great team, and and I fully expect them to be higher than than the eighth seed. But it's yeah, this it's this is just this is just tough. It's just tough. Um, they finished with forty two wins last year. I even I even went into like wins above replacement, and I was like, how many wins is Kawhi Leonard going to add to this team? And their wins above replacement was like eight. So like I fully expect them to win 50 plus games. 
Mm-hmm. I'm still not sure that that's good enough for like higher than the eighth seed. I think, I think the Lakers are going to be like a 500 team and you're going to see a bunch of other teams that are 50 wins and above um, from here on out. So all that to say, I got to pick somebody at the eight. I'm taking the Clippers at, at the eighth seed. Uh, wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Again, like they could, they could be, they could conceive the GM's survey, put them at the one seed. The majority right. of GM's voted them the one seed. So like, I could see them falling anywhere between one and eight, but I digress. Ben, who do you got? Yeah, I, um, seven seed. I I picked the Lakers. Um, I think it's kind of hard to remember when, uh, you know, healthy LeBron and and AD were playing together. I think that lifts them up from where they were last year when it was just LeBron like putting the team on his back with a bunch of scrubs. Um, I think Patrick Beverly helps a little bit, but ultimately they're going to have to find a way to trade Russ this season um, to, to get better. So we'll, we'll see, but um, I, I think LeBron and AD will, will, will kind of make that team a little bit more competitive, but it's just literally, there's, there's a, there's a lot of nothing on the rest of the squad. Um, Yeah. So I have them at, at seven. Um, yeah. Nice. Okay. So if so, would you say if AD plays sixty plus games, the Lakers the Lakers make it to the seventh seed? Um. Yeah. Probably. Looking back at it, I didn't. I kind of wanted to like stick with what I had and not change mid mid pod. I kind of wish I I switched the Pelicans to where the Lakers are. That Lakers at nine and Pelicans at seven. But the damage has been done. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. The damage has been done, Benjamin. Damage has been done. (laughs) This may be why I get third every year. Look, look, like maybe, maybe Zion. Hopefully, like maybe he has another injury and like it's it's a tough season for the Pelicans. But they are not finishing in the ninth seed. If I mean, even without a healthy Zion, I don't think they're finishing in the ninth seed. Anyways, um, I can only hope. okay, Jay, you've got the Nuggets at seven already locked in. Um, yes, yes, so I do. I'm going to, I'm gonna hop in. Uh, mm, 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 mm. Mm. you know what? We're calling an audible here. We're calling an audible here. See, um, no t- yeah, <laughs> nobody, is, yeah. I I am going to. You gotta live with your choices. Am I gonna regret this? <laughs> no, no, mm, mm. Accept your fate. Taste defeat. No, 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 no. Taste no, no, defeat. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sticking. We're not all. We're sticking with what we're going with. I have the Grizzlies at the seventh seed. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I think. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is. Again, like. Are the, the Kings your number one seed? Just wondering. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I, I think not to. I don't want to say that last year was a fluke because Luke. it wasn't. They, they were a very good young team. I still have doubts about whether Jaron Jackson the Junior can stay healthy for extended periods of time. Jaron Jackson the Junior. Jaron Jackson Jr. It's Jaren. <laughs> Okay, Jaron Jackson. I heard that's okay. Anyways, um, I I just think I just think they are due for a regression to the mean a little bit. Um, They're gonna get humbled. So yeah, and not necessarily just like I think I think people are gonna be a little bit more ready for them and are gonna are gonna they they took the league by surprise and took it by storm last year and and. Mm -hmm scrap on their way to the second seed. Um, I think they're going to have a little bit of growing pains. They remind me of the Nuggets team that got the three seed a couple of seasons back. And then obviously Jamal Murray gets hurt and they, and they drop off a little bit. I, I view this Grizzlies team in a similar way of like, they're still figuring everything out. Um, and it's just going to be a tough. It's it, yeah. Again, one through eight is uh is tough um so yeah that's who i have at the seven uh 
but I but I, I respect that pick as the Nuggets at seven. Not so much the Lakers at seven. I don't think they're sniffing seven. But anyways, <laughs> uh, six, six seed. Six, six seed. seed. I got the T-Wolves. I think um, they have a lot going for them. They added Rudy, obviously, in the offseason. That was their big trade. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious on how the fit is going to be with, with Rudy and Cap, having those two big guys um, in the paint. Like, are they going to get in each other's way? The closest thing that I can recall something like this like happening with two talented big men in the paint was, I don't know if you guys remember this, when um, Boogie went to the Pelicans. Yep. Yep. And it was uh, AD and and Demarcus Cousins, and that was I feel like that was very short lived, and it was very awkward um, to kind of get that fit right. They made I the playoffs like that season. They made they did, the playoffs made that the, season. <clears throat> made the playoffs. I think that with this, it might be a better fit. I feel like AD and Boogie were both offensively gifted and just amazing. Um, whereas Rudy is not as offensively gifted. So they, they might be able to kind of like step in and step out. Like, okay, you could, you'd be the offensive guy where on the other end of the court, Rudy's the one holding down the fort uh, defense. Um, and obviously Anthony Edwards is, you know, an up and coming guy. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of curious on how that fits and that meshes. Um, but I think they have a lot going for them. Yeah. Like yeah. That, I like like that. that pick at six, like that pick at six. Sam, Jay, Sam. Who, who you got at the sixth seed? At the sixth seed, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. I am high, high, high on Zion, man. I'm eating them cheeseburgers. I'm going to Wendy's. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I think they're going to come back and just just tear it up, man. Like they were down bad. They like their roster was their roster was just very weak starting last season. Like early, like first half of last season, they just I don't know, just weren't getting it together. Pretty sure they had a, a, a. I don't remember exactly how they started the season. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't have the. I don't have their like record up, but they started bad. And, and by the time CJ McCollum got back, they were kind of a new team. Like like they turned it around and had a fire fire second half to the season and got a lot of momentum in, into the playoffs and like even even made it made it in there. Like uh, it, it, and really once they got there, they got two games on the Suns, which mm-hmm. I don't know. It means a lot. It means a lot different today than it did at the time. But, but you know, still something to still something to, to factor in there. This is a good team, even without Zion. Like, like they they managed to to grow a lot and make some good moves. They're so, yeah, a, I'm pretty they're high above on five hundred team without Zion as currently yeah. constructed. You know what? With, yeah, with, yeah. With the addition of CJ, yeah. As we're talking, I'm, I'm like tempted to, to nudge them up, but I think that that's yeah. I'm, uh, I got the Pelicans SX. Okay, okay, um, okay. I'm gonna keep being unpopular here. Uh, I have the Mavericks at the sixth seed. What? Yeah. Oh, you're um, killing me over here. I know. I know. I I I kind of disliked myself a little bit. Um, and like, there's a part of me that. Uh, even even as I say that, there's again, I could switch them with any of like the three teams I have above them. Like I I I actively and truly like I could switch them with any of the next three that I have on my list. Um, I here's here's we'll get. This isn't a Mavericks preseason episode. This is a this is a just NBA Western Conference. I think the team is potentially going to have one of the best offensive years they've had. And since, since probably 2020, when we had the number one offense in the league, I am still not sold on the addition by subtraction of like, Oh, we lost like Jalen losing Jalen and then adding Christian Wood and adding JaVale McGee is helpful. I am not confident that, Tim Hardaway Jr., Jaden Hardy, Josh Green, Frank Nielakina. I am not confident that those guys step forward enough and that we can play um, solid enough defense with those offensive pieces and those young guys. Yeah, I again, I could put them anywhere. I'm taking them at six because I think a lot of other teams have taken a step forward. We were, let's see, we were we were three games above the jazz four games above the nuggets six games above the timberwolves previously or last season um all of those teams got better 
not not including the Clippers and everybody else. So, and I think all of those teams got significantly better. Whereas the addition of Christian Wood, I think, keeps us at like a 50 win, 52 win pace. Mm-hmm. And I think there's just going to be a lot of other teams that are going to be winning 50 plus, 50 plus games. Um, so yeah, pains me to say it, but I got to say part of my secret to not necessarily success in these, in these picks is being a little low on the Mavericks is being like, I have consistently been a little low on the Mavericks and it has served me well in, in, in these preseason predictions. It has served me well in these preseason predictions. So like, if I'm wrong, wonderful, wonderful. Um, if I'm right, then I get to gloat about being right. But that's what, that's where I have the Mavericks. Ben, okay. we're into the fifth seed. Fifth seed. Um, here I have uh, the Grizzlies. Um, I think the the Jaw and, and company are going to do their best to recreate what they had last year. But just looking at these standings, this is a totally different conference than what they were playing with last year. I think like they obviously had a, a lot going for them for them and as far as like being unknowns and kind of surprising people. But you know the Clippers weren't as good last year the the nuggets weren't really a factor the timberwolves you know like even the pelicans there's a lot of teams like you said that got better um so i feel like the we have the it'll be kind of like a little little bit of a humbling where you know the same stuff that went down last year is not going to go this year or like you know they're going to have defensive schemes that you know kind of trap jaw or or different things like that um so I, I kind of see them dipping a little bit um, because they didn't really add anybody. They added some rookies and, and that's going to take some time to, you know, sort itself out. Um, but yeah, I think Memphis is going to drop to the five. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Y'all are harder on Memphis than I am. Uh, at the fifth seed, I have the Phoenix Suns. Um, yeah. Like I, I felt like I was being harsh on the Suns. <laughs> Ben, you uh, you knocked them way down, um, but yeah, almost I mean, out of the playoffs, he almost knocked them out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, I, real. I think that they're really gonna. Um, I think this is like, do y'all remember when Virginia in twenty eighteen? I think lost. <laughs> they were the number one seed in the NCAA tournament, and they lost as the first team to mm-hmm. lose in round one. And it yeah. was like, oh my God, they might've made, made it to the final four the previous year too. Like, like yeah. Virginia's Virginia's a basketball school, bro. Like they're a perennial, they are a perennial power. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody there knows that like, okay, we played strong defense here. Like we, like, like you, I don't know, like, it's just when you put that Jersey on, you just know to lock people down. Like it's something crazy, but then the year after they lost, the year after they embarrassed themselves and the tragic, like, what just happened, they won the championship, like, handily. So um, I, I think a certain focus kind of kind of locks back in when you have a devastating loss like that. I, I think, you know, I think we're going to see an Aiden who's like, all right, I got, I, you know, I think what he's going through this summer is like, I got my money now. Um, you know, I, I had I had, like, all that social media backlash, like, like he probably had a, you know, he probably had, it's like, like going through a breakup, you know, you like, like, that's when you refresh your sexy. That's when you like start going, you know, that's when you pick up, you go back to the gym again. That's when you kind of, you know, like stop giving everything so much attention and you just focus on, you know, getting, getting back on your feet. I think that's where the Suns are probably at right now. And they're good enough. They have enough talent to where I think it'll pay off. So like, I, I think they're still going to be contenders. They're still going to be in the mix, but, but yeah, I mean, like, they're not going to be flying as high as they were last year. Like, no way. That was a once-in-a-lifetime season. That was ended. Yeah. <laughs> yes. in the Mavericks. Ended beautifully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I like that pick with the Suns at the five. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Um, I am taking the Timberwolves at the five. Um, okay. Again, I think, I think there's going to be zero separate, like very little separation between three, four, five, and six. Um but the addition of Rudy and like Anthony Edwards taking a step forward, I think they have some really high level talent, like high level talent, like in their starting lineup. I think this is, they remind me not only just because like Rudy Gobert is, is there, but similar. I think this is, this is going to be a, not to dog on them too. I think they're going to be a great regular season team. 
I think I think they are going to like blow the doors off of some folks in the regular season, and then we might see them struggle, run into some struggles a little bit in the off season or in the in the playoffs when teams are able to like scheme against them a little bit more, are able to like prepare for them a little bit more, are able to take away some things that they're doing, um, able to exploit Rudy Gobert. I think Rudy Gobert is a, is an incredible defender, but he he can be exploited um, both on, on the lack of his offensive ability and um, when he gets put out on an Island. Uh, and I'm not sure the Timberwolves have enough other like additional, like top, like wing defenders that can, that can just help on the de- defensive end. I think he's going to be left on an Island, but, but I do think they are, they improved a lot. They showed last season that they're ready to make the jump they were one of the scariest teams. Like every time the Mavericks played them, the Timberwolves played us super tough. And the addition of Rudy like makes them that much, uh, that much more of a problem. Um, so uh, yeah, I have the Timberwolves at five. Um, nice. Nice. Okay. Top four home court advantage. Now home Top court advantage. Four. Home court advantage. I'll have four piece nuggets at the four. Um, with what's your dipping Jokic, sauce? What's your dipping sauce of that four piece nuggets? Ranch and buffalo if they got it. Um, but definitely. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> Jokic has a, uh, you know, had one MVP again last season. Um, with you know a. a terrible team he kind of dragged them into the playoffs now we got michael porter jr back we got murray back um they've added some pieces outside of that so it's not like we're just getting the same team that he had last you know last time they were everyone was healthy there they added a few pieces that could help them on the defensive end because i think that's kind of what we uh whenever we would go against the the nuggets, there would be a lot of scoring, but that, you know, defense wouldn't necessarily be there. Um, so th- I think that can help. Um, I'm curious on how strong these two come back and how, how well they fit um, because that you have to think how, how much more are you going to run this team back? If, if, you know, if the injuries are piling up, like they are, if they don't fit right out of the gate or, um, but I feel like the, the nuggets have a very strong core, um, with Jokic at the center of that. And then the people he makes better. Um, so now that he has more talent, I can just see them, you know, being a really good regular season team and, um, and just beating people um, the way they do. So um, I would say, yeah, the nuggets at the four. Okay. Nice. Okay. Nice. Interesting. Nice. I, um, I'm going to go with the Clippers at the four. Uh, okay. Nice. And really okay. I, I want to put them lower, but I've, I've been um, like, if you asked me a few weeks ago, I probably, I probably would have put them lower, but I have been kind of drinking the Kool-Aid and, and just consuming too much hype. A lot of experts, like people are really high on the Clippers, man. Like, like they really are, are banking on, um, you know, Kawhi coming back and everything and uh, like their injury problems, you know, kind of resolving themselves. And then, you know, they're making a little run. They're dangerous, man. They're a dangerous team. They so, can play, I mean, they can play nine or 10 guys deep. Like, yeah. That's the scary thing about them is they've got, they've got eight or nine guys that I would love to have on the Mavericks immediately. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to put the Clippers there. I'm going to put the Clippers there. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Um, I'm taking the nuggets at the four for all the reasons that, that, that Ben gave it's, it's hard for us to remember like what it was like, Jamal Murray and 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 Jokic playing together you get them back and Jamal Murray gets his sea legs back under him Michael Porter Jr. stays healthy I think I think they've got enough talent there um to get home field advantage and may, maybe move further up in the in the standings but again really tough in the Western Conference Finals but I I fully expect them to be in the mix in that like four or five seed range uh, but I like them more than the Timberwolves. Um, so I'm taking them at the four. Ben. Number three. Um, I have your Dallas Mavericks at the three. 
There it is. This is probably what's going to wreck my standings again this year. But um, you had the Mavericks I, I, at the three last year. You had them at the three last year, and you were okay. one. You were one off. Oh, um, I think obviously everybody is expecting Luca to have an MVP season after you know um, the great off season he had and how he you know was in great shape for the Slovenian national team. I think people are going to underestimate how Christian Wood is going to impact the team. Um, we're going to have, you know, Luca and Spencer as the main scorers in the starting lineup. And then we're going to have JaVale McGee be that defensive stopper that just wasn't there um, at all last season. We had to rely on Dwight Powell. Now we have a defensive upgrade and an alley partner in JaVale McGee. I think that's going to be a bigger difference that people realize. Um, and I think because Christian Wood is coming off the bench, our bench is going to be very strong with, with him and Tim Hardaway. So I think we're going to surprise some people. And I think that our chemistry as a team, when you see different teams, and we'll probably get into them later that are just like, <laughs> you know, kind of com- different teams like the Suns or, or, you know, whatever team are like, you know, imploding, you can tell that they don't want to be Warriors, Warriors, Warriors. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think it's it's great when you see that we still have that chemistry, we still have that you know um, that bond uh, that's we're carrying it into this season. I think that's going to help us in during you know during the season where we're we have tough stretches and things like that. Um, and I don't know. I I, I really think that we're gonna uh, Luca playing in the MVP type of way, and then um, people um, on the Mavs like Christian Wood, Spencer, kind of making that giving him support. Um, in a different way that the people expect, I think that'll be big. Okay. Nice. Nice. I have, uh, I got the, I got the, uh, Warriors in third, man. I got the Warriors I, <laughs> and I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, dang, man, like I, I'm thinking about the Jordan pool thing that happened just the other day. Like as we're recording this, tell I us think, about how that. many I wins, think... how many wins is that worth? How many wins does that subtract? I it's got to subtract. It's first. First of all, it's got to subtract, right? It's got to subtract, um, a, a handful, I think. But I mean, before that, I was I was hype about Jordan Poole, and and I wasn't concerned with getting rid of some of the depth that they had. Like like they lost Gary Payton, uh, the second they lost Otto Porter. You know, um, like Juan Toscano Anderson is with the Lakers now. Like like there's some like there's some names there that were just guys that came up that that improved and you know gave their gave their team an identity gave them some depth and things but they also got they got they had three draft picks you know like they still got some depth they got Jordan Poole who, who could like elevate to a even you know he, he sort of got his his little star status shining while you know other people's roles were diminished on the team and he was able to fill those roles right so um but him getting punched by Draymond kind of tells me like okay maybe he's not that guy because <laughs> if because Steph wouldn't get punched, you know, like, like you, you wouldn't imagine a, a world where Steph or Clay got punched. And it's cause like, they're just undeniable, undeniable. Uh, like, yeah, uh, like they are the is warriors. It, is, is him getting punched because of who pool is, or is it because of who Draymond is? That he I think, got I think it's a combination because I, I, I mean, watching the games pool is like, takes being obnoxious to another level. Like whenever he like makes a big bucket, he's doing this, like the tongue wagon. And he's like, you know, gloating to like the, in a level that, that I would, you know, put him up there with Steph. Steph is, you know, obnoxious in his own way, but you know, pool is very obnoxious. You know, he talks smack. He's very full of himself. And then Draymond is just this, like, he's a combative dude um, with the way that he, you know, he probably like said something to, to Draymond that kind of ticked him off. And then Draymond gets in his face, then pool pushes him back. And then Draymond just clocks him. Uh, just like, um, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I feel I, like I, Dr- and, you know how and there's I know. also the money, the money side of it. There's the, 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 the overarching, you know, cloud over all this is that Jordan pool is expecting like a big rookie extension that would cut into whatever money that Draymond's going to make. So I think that's probably what the the conversation was before this happened or like gloating about the money he's expected to get. Um, But it's just, (laughs) and then the video gets out. That's what makes it so crazy. Is like, it was just a skirmish like a couple days ago. We see the video. Oh God, no. Like he like, 
he like made he made, he, yeah. he swung so hard he fell into jordan pool like he <laughs> full extension he's all the way i mean if you've ever been in like a middle school locker room fight or whatever you know the whole like full extension i'm falling over myself to like punch your lights out um and i gotta say i mean i'm, I'm a little impressed with jordan pool that he didn't immediately fold i'm a little unimpressed with draymond that he and you see the whole video you see him like he walks across the court to get over to where jordan pool like he this is pre premeditation yeah it was pre it was premeditated attempted homicide uh <laughs> um, criminal intent it was yes, there yeah. yes the criminal intent yes it was there uh intent to maim to to harm um but okay so so jay you've got the warriors at, at three um i have the suns at three um okay. i know uh you guys have already picked them a little bit lower i know we as Mavericks fans have really relished and enjoyed their downfall. And I think we are, we are going to continue to see their downfall. Um, but I still want to, I still want to remind everyone they were a 64 win team last year and they have brought back all of the same pieces. I know Deandre Ayton sounds like Against his he, will. <laughs> Deandre Ayton sounds like he would rather be sent to Siberia. Like the vibes, the vibes in Phoenix are rancid, rancid. Like it is, it is radioactive in, in Phoenix, but this team talent wise is a 64 win team. Um, and the only real concern that I see of them falling off is that I don't think Chris Paul is going to be Chris Paul that much longer. Um, I could see him dealing with some injuries um, I can see the team immediate, like I can see a lot of struggles, but again, this is a 64 win team. They were eight games above the second best team in the league last year. So I know we want, we want to see them crater. Ben, you want to see them at the eighth seed. I get that. I just think, I just think they are more talented than that. Um, I think they will stumble. They will not be the world beaters that they were last year. But I still think they're gonna be they're gonna be a top four four team in the in the in the league, barring major injury and and you know and honestly like you know I would have expected a punch to be thrown at a Suns uh, practice, not necessarily yep. a Warriors practice. <laughs> um, but we know Devin Booker doesn't have that dog in him like that, so there's not gonna be any punches <laughs> thrown at, at a Suns practice. Um, yeah, I have them at the three. I think. I think we are exaggerating how badly they're going to fall off. Um, it would be hilarious and I'd love to see it, but I don't, I, I also, and here's the other thing. I also have confidence. I think in Monty Williams being able to steer that ship back on course. Um, if it was, if it was a different coach, say like a doc rivers or Rick Carlisle or a, or a, who, who else knows? Like I might have, some doubts about them being able to handle the, just the drama. Um, so yeah, that's who I got at the three. Final I like two. that. I like the Monty okay. Williams point. Yeah. Um, for number two, I have the Golden State Warriors. Um, I I, I wonder how this is going to affect the, the whole the whole punch thing. I wonder how that's going to affect their team going forward um, because now that everybody knows what, what happened um, is, are, is this going to like, are they going to just trade Draymond now? Is that something that they, they kind of have to do because it's so much of a distraction or so much of a, um, a, a wreck to chemistry um, when he did that, or are they going to, you know, just try to, you know, to spend him however many games and then you know he comes back to the team when he comes back to the team um i think that what's like i checked the what like what is their record without draymond green and uh it going back to like 20 uh 21 i think um their record is is 19 and 17 so um they can kind of float ab like above water um 
But I think that because they are so deep, because they've drafted so well, and because, you know, Frank, like you kind of saw in the playoffs last year, like he wasn't part of their best lineups. Like they would have like, like Wiggins and they would have um, uh, Kaminga or they would have, you know, some other guys playing in his place and they did better. Um, So I think this, this might just be kind of the writing on the wall. Like, okay, like that was the last straw. We're going to, you know, move on from him. Um, And I wonder if, if like him not being there, like in this alternate scenario where they do send him out, like, does that change their culture? Cause he had, he had always been a part of like their, you know, all of their wins and stuff. Um, but I, I feel like because they're as good as they are, they're a talented team, they might not take the regular season as seriously as um, maybe they did last year, um, which makes me think, you know, I could see them dropping to like three or four um, just because, you know, they want to preserve themselves uh, for, for the playoff run. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I, I have, there's just so Steph is so talented. There's their system is just like geared for, for winning basketball games. So um, I can just see them winning a bunch, even without Draymond. Um, and if they make a trade or whatever, but yeah, unfortunately that's just how we're at, where we're at with them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think the Draymond punch, like what that tells me most about the team is that like Jordan Poole's place is, is he's is far on the below on the totem. And like, he tried to, on some level, he tried to like, he tried to get on the leadership council. He tried yeah. to steal. He tried to steal Draymond's seat at the leadership council, and right, Draymond and wasn't about that. He wasn't gonna <laughs> take a coup lying down. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah, the fact that the fact that that even it got to that point, and Draymond's that that high of a level to where he just does that because again, he would never punch Steve Kerr. He would never punch. Like you could go your whole life without violence. You can do it. You can do it. You like just don't just you know just chill out. Just relax. Like. He did like there's something Jordan Poole is trying to get at, and he's not that guy. So like, um, I I, don't, I was a little more hopeful about him being a star and stuff. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see about the Warriors going up that high. My number two pick is the Grizzlies, who you guys already chose, but I am much higher on them than y'all. Like, I think they're going to bounce back, bro. I think John Morant's going to get better. Jaron Jackson Jr. I think he's un, I think he's underperformed and like been under available his whole mm-hmm. career. And, and I feel like he's just got like, I'm just waiting for him to like, you know, have that, have that hot streak, you know, have those headlines. Like, like, I just feel like he's, he's, he has that in his future at some point and he hasn't quite reached his potential. So like, yeah, all, a lot of their young guys, like I believe in, they got, they got rid of, I, I mean, they, I think they made, I don't know. They, they only really got rid of Kyle Anderson who is good, but they don't need him, you know, like, his you know they don't need him anymore they're doing their thing without him um also added danny green in a trade too but yeah i'm gonna put the grizzlies up there it would be exciting too to see the mat or uh, i guess i'm kind of spoiling my first pick <laughs> but you, you could already guess it now if you can pay attention. I, I did process of elimination i've already <laughs> put it into the spreadsheet i've already got both yes the top yes on the spreadsheet. yeah it, I, I would love to see those two teams dominate the the west so a lot of this is like just me projecting but uh yeah i think that's fair fun (laughs) fact that was the same team you picked number one overall last season so (laughs) yeah tradition the tradition is alive um okay okay grizzlies are the two nice um this is my big swing uh i have the pelicans at the two oh Um, whoa i so again again i i view i view a lot of the NBA from like a narrative lens, like story wise or like, and, and like stories repeat themselves. Like history repeats itself. There are NBA, like things happen in the NBA that like, mm, that is just like this thing that happened 15 years ago. Last year, the Grizzlies went from eight to second. They took a huge leap. Um, they won their playing game. They were dynamic. And then the next season they took a huge leap and John Morant started briefly put himself in the conversation with Luca for strange reasons. I think the Pelicans are going to do that this season. Uh, They looked, they looked like a, a mid-level like playoff team against, against the Suns. Um, I, their lineup is, is stacked to me. And then you throw in the addition of, of Zion Williamson. You've got, 
NBA Street uh, Hall of Famer in Brandon Ingram. You've got Herb Jones. You've got um, Alvarez. You've got Jonas Valanciunas. Like I, um, I think I think they're going to make that leap. Um, again, this assumes that Zion stays healthy. Even without Zion, I would put I would lock them as in as a playoff team. Um, so with the addition of Zion, um, I have them at the CJ McCollum too. Yeah. And CJ McCollum is, yeah. CJ McCollum is there. Like, again, I think they have a really talented dynamic team. I'm going to be really interested to see what they do with the whole kind of roster together, presumably for the first time. Um, but I think they're going to be a problem for teams, particularly in the regular season. Um, as people kind of discover what, you know, what they're able to do, um <laughs> i'm reminded now i just remembered that uh in my nba 2k player uh player season my rookie season i had to play the pelicans in in the nba finals which like that was a little ridiculous um <laughs> and i think it's still a little ridiculous uh i'm not projecting them to win the finals or anything but i do think they are finally gonna be competing in the west um and so so that is my big swing. I have the Pelicans at the two. Um, yeah, giant, giant leap forward. Um, ben, I know who you have at the – we know who we have at the first now, but Ben, please explain your pick. L.A. Clippers at number one. Um, I just – I think they kind of have one of the deepest lineups in the league. Um, Paul George and Choir coming back. Um, you have one of the best coaches in the league in Ty Lue. Um, I, I really think like they're going to, they're going to take this regular season seriously as a chance to like get back in the swing of things for both of them. I think um, it's going to be like uh, getting back in uh, the swing of things to, for Kawhi with his injury. And then the same thing for, for PG um, and, you know, John wall into that mix. Like, what does that look like? I think that could be a really, um, um, really cool addition to what they already do really well. Um, and, um, I think just, they have, they don't have a lot of drama going on right now. I think their, their whole, uh, their whole team dynamic, they know they're stacked. They know they have a really good lineup. Um, and I think they're going to come for blood, uh, as much as I don't like seeing the Clippers at the top, I think they just have too much talent to be denied. And, and I think they're going to, you know, wreck through the regular season. Yeah, that's fair. Seems to be consensus. I can, yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all know I got, I got our boys. I got the Dallas Mavericks number one, man. (laughs) It feels feels less crazy than it did last year. Last year, I really think I was like shooting a half quarter shot. This year, I actually like looked at all the teams and I was like, yeah, like I really, I really, yeah, they they could they could do it, bro. And I'm gonna pin them pin them up there because, I mean, yeah, like we toppled the number one seed. You know, we were talking about 94 wins, 90, you know, 94 wins, 64 wins. You know, <laughs> you know, we were, you know, they toppled a giant last year in in a crazy crazy way. And um, I think we showed that we're better than we're better than we even we think we are. Um, shout out to Theo Pinson. He had a uh, Dinwiddie on something he said funny on their podcast uh, that they recorded recently. Like th- the vibe was kind of that, like they were even surprised seeing, like looking up, up at the scoreboard. He said, that, uh, he said there were games where they looked up at the scoreboard. They're like, Oh man, we're winning. We're winning. Like, like the vibe was kind of like underdog vibes, I guess is, is how you could describe a lot of stuff he said. Yeah. I, and I don't think they ever used the word underdog though. I think they realized that they're raw, but, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. Brunson leaving, um, I think it leaves a vacuum, and I think that could be a good thing or a bad thing. And I, I think what we're going to find out with this team is, and we'll, we'll get deeper into it later, you know. But I think we're going to find out is that the vacuum is going to tell us what Brunson meant to the team a little bit more. We're going to get just more context on what has already happened with the Mavs in the past because if Brunson was really that huge locker room leader guy, if he, if he really was a you know, da, 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 da. Um, then I think you'll see either like a shift in a good way or a bad way. Like, you know, like 
that that might be a bad thing if, if like your your charisma leader your whatever whatever leaves and what's replaced by that is like Theo Pinson and Dinwiddie and and they're just I don't know like maybe they're I don't know, maybe they're goofing off too much or maybe they're, you know, like you did kind of get a, a certain vibe of Brunson that he was somebody that, that everybody wanted to be around, but he was also like actually a solid guy. Business. Yeah, actually mm-hmm. like strictly business too, actually a professional, like, you know, um, and so if, if a lot of that goes out the window with Brunson, I think I think we'll kind of we'll kind of sense that the team is um, less cohesive, like less together. But I, but I, I think that with the guys that we have, and with the guys that are coming back with Tim Hardaway, I think with the guys that are coming back, we're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be kind of like mom left. I like, I sort of, I sort of think that we'll have more, <laughs> we'll be more on that side, more, more like pushing towards that energy versus pushing towards like, uh, like we don't have, you know, Jalen's gone. It's not the same anymore. I think it'll be more, a little bit more mom's gone, a little bit less dang Jalen's gone, man. How fun was last year? So um, that's kind of how I feel with this team now. So yeah, man, I'm going number one. I, I think I think this Mavs team is going to be huge firepower, and we still got the defense going. So yeah, if we if we can be a top a top five offense and maybe top t- top ten defense, we could do we could do damage. I can see that. Really, if if we're top ten offense and top ten defense, I yeah, I think we're a top four seed. I think that would be that would be incredible to to get the con because we've we have yet to get the combo of both. Like we've had a we've had a top five <laughs> offense or or we've had a top five defense. We have yet to put all of it together. Um, okay, nice. Um, I have the Warriors at one, and this isn't really like a this is a confidence in like who the Warriors are and in their system, but it's also like they've won the finals last year. Like out of respect, I'm gonna put them at the one uh, until. I, I don't, again, the punt, the punch could be a, a catalyst for them, or it could be a, a huge divisive factor where if they can't get past it, if Draymond and Jordan Poole are still beefing like throughout the season, and if it's impacting their ability to win games, then, then yeah. But I think you have, you have all of those young guys that they have drafted who are going to continue to grow and develop. Clay Thompson fully like full off season, healthy, um, you know, a full year or plus away from his return after that, after those injuries. Um, it, it really annoys me that I, I look at the warriors and I am reminded of like the 2000 spurs of like, they don't go away. They don't like they, you don't like, they don't like they had those, they had the one season where they, where they were a lottery team but like they just keep reloading and drafting guys who become like the Jordan pools and the Jonathan Kamingas and the Gary Payton. Like they just, and it, it's really frustrating to watch. Um, but it's also, it's also impressive to watch. Um, so I have them at the one just kind of out of deference to Steph and to, to what they did last year. Um, but again, I look at y'all's picks. I look at, I look at all these, like, I think there's a case to be made for, I think that Jay, you make a great case for the Mavericks. Ben, you make a great case for the Clippers. Like there are tons of these teams that I think we're going to see very, very little separation. Last year, there was an eight game gap between the Suns and the two seed. I don't think we're going to see that this year. I think it's going to be, um, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than that, but, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Any final thoughts from you guys? Any Um, I think this is the first time that we have all agreed on our top nine. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. These are are the same top nine. Last year, Ben, you snuck the Kings in there for some (laughs) some reason. (laughs) Um, Jay, uh, let's see. Yeah, um, Jay, you were the only one to include. Well, yeah, Jay, you were the only uh, one to include the Pelicans last year in your top nine. Ben and I did not have the Pelicans in our top nine last year. Um, so yeah, I think this this is the first time where we we have those top nine teams. We all agree on them. We all know who's the who's the nine best, and that's partly to do with the fact that the six other teams are going to be garbage. Um, <laughs> 
both, yeah. both intentionally and unintentionally. Um, <laughs> Where'd you have the Suns, Andrew? You had them, uh, you had them like I top them, four, right? I had them third. I did. Third, I right, did right. have them okay. third. Yeah. yeah, I had them um, eight. Yeah, that's interesting um, to me because I had them fifth. Like, we, we did have some teams that, like, we're just all over the place. With, yeah, we're all the over Grizzlies, the place. I have the, the Timberwolves. Cli- I have the Clippers at eight. Jay, you have the Clippers at four. Ben, you have the Clippers at one. Um, yeah. Uh, I have the Grizzlies at seven. Jay, you have the Grizzlies at two. Ben, you have the Grizzlies at five. So we are all over the place with these teams. We don't. I like it. I like that. We have. <laughs> here's the other thing. We have the same. We have the same nine teams, but now that I'm looking at it, the only things that we have any rel- any semblance of agreement on is Ben and I both have the Nuggets at four. Jay, you <laughs> and I both have the Lakers at nine. But oh, other, than, other than that, wow. other than it's that, the there is no, there is no, like, there's no repetition in this. And it's, Ooh, it, it's I'm getting I'm getting excited already. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's just a testament to how competitive the Western Conference is, and and how much talent these teams have have added or or maybe are coming back. And yeah, I'm excited. I think um, what, what we'll probably end up doing is is doing uh, our next pod with uh, we're gonna have a, a a returning guest, Bobby Corrala. Really excited to have him. But beforehand, we'll probably just kind of give our official Dallas Mavericks preview. <laughs> for this season and um and then we'll yeah kind of get really excited to kind of get back to it but meaningful um, basketball will be played in the next real basketball yeah um uh so uh to support the show you can uh you can uh, write a review uh you can also follow us on instagram at buckets and beyond and then on twitter at buckets beyond um i think that's everything i think we hit it we, we wanted to run through the western conference and get hyped for the season um so if you uh yeah really appreciate it thank you guys for tuning in we are out of here adios